Holler live. I'm Justin, and we're here with Rep. Gloria Johnson to talk about the nonsense going on in our school systems right now, the anti-mask backlash. Before we get into that, I just want everybody to know we have hollers across the state. That's all thanks to your support. So big thanks to everybody who's chipping in. Uh, Ten bucks a month or more, and you can get one of these sweet holler hats. Gloria, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a wild weekend and, and day today. Seeing lots of things I never expected to see in my life, that's for sure. Bring us up to speed on what happened in Knox County yesterday. There was a rally and what was said at this rally? Pretty remarkable. We kept hearing about the rally. I thought about even going and maybe talking to people and then friends of mine are like, Gloria, don't go without somebody as a witness or they'll, you know, who knows what they'll say about you. I think we should be able to have conversations about this, but it doesn't seem that that's where we are. Things were said at this rally. The co-hosts were the John Birch Society of Tennessee or Knoxville and this pastor, John Schrock, who I've never heard of, other than I've heard he was at the insurrection on January 6th. We need to bring Knox County Schools to a screeching halt. Okay, so we need to bring Knox County Schools to a screeching halt. I'm told this is Kevin Hill, I believe his name is. He runs Uncle Lem's, and his kids don't even go to public schools. And he's talking about bringing Knox County Schools to a screeching halt. This was at a rally yesterday, kind of early afternoon. We have a moral obligation for our children's future block the entrance to the school with your car block the entrance to the school with your car we have a moral obligation bring knox county schools to a screeching halt this is a guy who does not even have kids in public schools four or so hours later knox county announced that they were canceling school today to quote unquote, give our schools time to prepare and comply with the federal judge's order requiring masks in Knox County schools. On behalf of families of kids with disabilities, we're saying that Governor Lee's opt-out order violated their rights to go to school, which three federal judges have now agreed with. There was a huge backlash, including this rally. Rep. Jason Zachary was leading the fight in Knoxville. Mayor Glenn Jacobs of Knox County saying, do not comply, basically telling Kids with disabilities, we don't care about your rights. Now we have a school closed today. So the people who are saying, oh, we want kids in schools, Gloria, they don't really seem to care about kids in schools because now no kids are in schools. You know why? You know why they care about the public schools? They are taking this adult political fight to our schoolhouse doors and schools that their kids do not even attend, many of them. And this is not about the kids and it has never been about the kids. And that's what we re- need to really stick to. Why would we bring all of this added stress to that schoolhouse if we want our kids in school and learning? And I think it's very important to note something he said in there at the beginning which was we're hearing from important senior officials in the county. I don't take that lightly because when it came down to shutting down the boards of health, we had two senior elected officials in Knox County take responsibility for a video that went out threatening folks on the health health board. I don't think that these two things are separate, quite frankly. We're seeing these outside organizations get involved. Tennessee Stands is doing some of the form letters for them, Moms for Liberty, things like that. Like this is some recruitment tool for totally something different. They're saying that the borders banning mask mandates are (laughs) tyranny when really they're sticking up for the constitutional rights of kids with disabilities and it's three different federal judges. But what's really tyranny is when you have all these people saying, we are not going to obey the order 
order of a federal judge, we've decided that we don't want to obey the law. We don't want to go by what this judge is saying. We're just going to do what we want to do. That is tyranny. And the privilege. I can't be wrong. Representatives calling this a liberal activist judge. He was a Republican state senator for several years and appointed by George Bush. And the judge's ruling affirms that every single child child has a constitutional right to a safe and healthy school. And those teachers have a constitutional right to a safe and healthy working environment. And it's little to ask everyone to mask up. They cite all these ridiculous studies about mask hurting kids. You can debunk them within 30 seconds on Google. And more and more we're seeing studies that masks in schools do work. We've now seen teachers dying all over the place. Clarksville had actually two separate teachers die at one school, Kenwood Elementary, in the last week. So we're up to around 20 now. But we still, we also have bus drivers like this one saying, if a child gets on my bus, I will take them with or without a mask. What do we think about enforcement? It is your job to enforce the rules in your classroom. It's called classroom management. We enforce the dress code. We don't allow kids to smoke in class. <laughs> That's classroom management, and you are responsible for enforcing the rules in your classroom. And we don't always agree. I remember as a teacher, the thing that drove me the most crazy was I taught high school. So high school boys and their ball caps. And we had a rule, no hats. And enforcing that rule was just every day such a drag. <laughs> and I'm like, do right. we really want to fight this battle? But yes, it's the rule and we're going to do it. So so we enforced it. That's what we do. And the idea that not only are these kids, these parents taking the fight to the schoolhouse door, the ones that do have kids in school are telling them to refuse to follow the rules. And you're putting your kid in a horrible situation that they may or may not want to be in. The teachers and the parents and the kids who wanted masks they went through all the right steps. You know, they emailed their legislators. They showed up at the board meetings. They didn't disrupt the schools. You know, you can stand up at the, show up at a school and have a sign. But when you talk about blocking the entrances to schools, causing serious problems, or, you know, are you going to let kids off on the street and have them walk in? How are teachers going to get in the building? How, you know, this is causing a huge disruption. And some people are saying, oh, well, we don't all agree with that. Well, when he said it in that video yesterday, when he said that, there was applause and cheers when he said, we're going to bring Knox County schools to a halt. Why is school canceled today? It seems like caving to the whims of these extremists. In Williamson County, we had a mask mandate. I think it was the third of the three. So it was the most recent they didn't cancel schools this morning to deal with it. I went and dropped my kid off today. There was no problem at school. More kids were definitely wearing masks. There was no problem. There was no protest. There was no rioting going on. This should have been the way all along. Everybody made way too much of a deal out of this. But I would ask you, why did Knox close today? I have that question as well, because they found out on Friday and they said, just be ready on Monday. And it only changed after that um, group met on Sunday. You know, it would be my assumption that, that they were concerned about that. My hope would be, like you said, they show up to school and they put their mask on. Save your battles for the county commissioning meet meeting or the school board meeting or the state legislature's special session. You know, save it for that. But don't disrupt the schools. All these people are the same people that were screaming about, we've got to get them in because of learning loss. Now, 
you go on their Facebook pages and they're talking about keeping them out for three weeks. Do you really care about learning loss? Does this have anything to do with your kid, your child's mental health and your child's ability to learn this school year? It absolutely does not. Just seeing how they're celebrating that these schools are closed today. I just wonder, like, is this some sort of protest by Knox schools? I know they were really slow to institute the mask mandate. It didn't seem like they really wanted one as far as the board went. You know, is shutting it down sort of a way of the school system signaling like we're kind of with those people? Well, you know, we've got board members who are who are members of Moms for Liberty. So that's disturbing to me. Um, and that are part of these groups. They're all private, um, but uh, folks know who's in there and, and folks have proof who's in there. So so that's the reality. They are part of these groups that are causing a lot of this disruption while they sit on the school board and you know their kids may or may not be in public schools. So um, this is really upsetting and you see it happening all across the country. It's not just happening here. I had legislators reach out to me from Arizona and, and from other states um, yesterday and they're saying, you know, we're seeing some of the same things. This is this is horrible. Why are they? But they know that they can get parents riled up. And it's all right. about gathering names and getting people on their team so that they can rile them up during the election cycle. Right. You, know, you don't realize that, you're, you know, Moms for Liberty, there's a D.C. Moms for Liberty. And the money for all these organizations is coming from somewhere, right? And um, so the reality is this is just them building up their base for an election. It, the, the thing that is so terrifying to me, really terrifying, is the fact that they will believe literally anything that they're told with no factual information to back it up. And that they talk about our founding fathers and the Constitution so much, but have no understanding of our three branches of government and checks and balances that our founding fathers put in the constitution. I mean, you know, they act like, well, these unelected judges, well, it says in the constitution that they're going to appoint federal judges. Yeah. Bless your hearts. You are not smarter than a fifth grader. Well, let's speak specifically to like the Jason Zachary's of the world. Jason Zachary who his kids are in private school, gets on and basically says, don't comply, maskless Monday, fight this, you know, seems to not understand that it's a judge's responsibility to interpret the law. He sees a judge interpreting the law as a judge trying to legislate from the bench, which is what they always say when judges rule a way that they disagree with. Do you think Jason Zachary is just grandstanding or do you think he has zero idea about how this country actually works? I don't think he knows how the government works. I really, really don't. It's, it's, it was, it would have been shocking to me several years ago. Now I'm less shocked at the limitations uh, intellectually of some of the people that I serve with. I'll just be honest. And to not understand that you don't know how the government works with it. And it's always these, these unelected bodies. They did that with the health board. That was Jason yeah. Zachary's thing. This unelected body. Well, you know what? The state school board's an unelected body too. <laughs> you turn to them every time you're sitting in a committee. So I don't want to hear it. 
You know, we have all sorts. They're appointed by elected officials, and that's the way it was set up. You only have a problem with unelected appointed members when they disagree with you. That's it. And so the reality is we have so many boards that make decisions, but they were appointed by elected members because of, well, because of their expect their experts, because of their, them being experts in a particular field, not so much the case with the state school board, but when it came to boards of health, it was physicians and nurses and, and medical folks. So the idea is you're appointing experts in whatever uh, those folks are representing. Sadly, the the unelected state school board that they love so much, those, those folks mostly aren't experts in education, and that's a little bit unfortunate. But the health board in Knox County was was um, more medical experts and public health experts. and they seem to have a problem with that, but it's because they disagreed with them. That's it. It's only the things that they disagree with that they have an issue with. And now they want to call a special session. Nobody's really sure what for. Uh, I don't know where this goes now. You know, I know that Williamson County, I think, has this mass mandate till January, I think. Uh, when is the next landmark that people should look forward to? Is it a special session? Like, what should people be focusing their attention on right now? Well, you know, I don't know. I hear rumors of a special session, but, um, you, you know, I don't know anything for certain. Uh, I, I I would look forward to, I mean, I'll be honest, I was talking with a colleague and, and I'm not nervous. I would, I really want to see, see them bring some of this ridiculousness and say it publicly. Because they're they, not shy about that. They'll do that in a heartbeat. They will, but they're going to be embarrassed. They will be embarrassed with the people. What they don't understand is how they are not in the majority. They think they are because they only listen to each other. And that most people clearly want a mask mandate in schools and all of those things. I don't I see. Is that true, though? Like, I, I know that it's true oh. na nationally. <laughs> Nationally, Nationally. is it true in Tennessee? I don't know. I don't know that it's like been polled here, but I can tell you that in talking to teachers and, you know, going through all, you know, all the social media that I look at just to see who's where, it really does feel like um, that it's a majority, but it is anecdotal at this point. So me saying that, um, but I like to think that I really do talk to folks on both sides. I talk to people all the time and I try, there's some folks that have reached out to me and I thought it was in good faith. And I wanted to have good faith discussions with people who will do that about masking and all of those things. But it, it, it always delves into a bad faith argument and that's unfortunate, but I try to have those conversations as often as possible. I encourage people who email me, um, to also call me so we can talk about it further because, you know, it's just easier to talk to somebody and really understand. And I've had great conversations with people who were nervous about vaccines and things like that. And um, you, we should be able to have those conversations and to talk to each other and listen to each other and not have to agree, but at least have a discussion where you're talking in a calm, civil voice and listening to each other. Well, I think it's important to point out again that 
even Senator Richard Briggs, who was a Republican state senator, said last week in the New York Times that Governor Lee knows that these mitigation strategies work, but he is caught between doing what he knows works and pandering to extremists like the Tennessee stands people, like the people that were at that rally the other day. That's a Republican state senator basically saying that Governor Lee is putting politics ahead of people's lives. So that's what we're dealing with. Listen to Richard Briggs if you don't believe Gloria. And it seems pretty clear to anybody that's been paying attention since this started. You know, It's always refreshing when something I've been saying for a while and then folks on the other, uh, you know, other side of the aisle agree and point out, yes, this is true. This is about politics. This is about someone who doesn't want a strong primary. So they're going to cater to that most radical base so that they don't have to worry about a primary election. Right. right. It's, it's so sad to me that that is where our politics are. A lot of people will tell me, Oh, well, you know, Gloria, you shouldn't say that and you shouldn't be so vocal. And I was elected by people who wanted me to be vocal and I'm not going to stay quiet to win an election. I'm going to talk about the things that people care about. And, and I'm going to fight for the things that people in my district care about. And I'm not going to temper my voice to get reelected because to me, it's not what it's about. It's about maybe making sure you lift the voices of those folks in your com- community who are especially in great need of things like paid you know, public education, funded education and healthcare access to everyone. Those are the things that the people in my district desperately need and want me to speak up for. And, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to worry about the next election. I'm going to worry about the people who sent me here this election. I think that's really important. I wish more thought like that. Uh, before I let you go, I just want to show one last thing. This is, uh, a message that went up after that guy said that the entrances should be blocked by cars and that Knox County school should be brought to a screeching halt. This was in the Knox County parents against mandates. Uh, this guy said, didn't make the meeting, but extremely disappointed in the direction given block the entrances with your car. We had the moral high ground and you threw it away. Way to go. Watch how the media spins this crap. You just validated other groups fears, completely changed the optics of this fight. I will in no way support, the leaders calling for harmful situations for any kids. So it seems like even within these groups, they're realizing that that rally and the people that are driving this ship took things too far. So maybe that's a positive for the way this goes. Maybe, you know, the idea that these extremists going too far could be what is needed to, you know, push us back in the right direction. Well, I think I think people are starting, you know, we've seen in some of their inner communications that they're sort of changing their tone. They're changing how they send the emails and that sort of thing, uh, because they see what they look like in the national press when right. it's them yelling and screaming. You know, when we just had our vote the last time and we didn't have room to let everybody in, unfortunately. So only the people speaking were in the room with the school board. The other folks were in a separate room outside with the big screen and the anti-masking side was being very loud. And the school board members were telling people to be quiet. I think the school board member uh, actually thought it was the other group that was being loud. Right. It was not. It was the group he ended up voting with. 
quite frankly. And these are the folks that are the disruption. And I think they're starting to see what they look like in the national media and are trying to walk it back. But they've they've unleashed the beast. And quite frankly, some of these people are not able to dial it back. Now, some of them I've had great conversations with and they they are able and willing to have those conversations. And like I said, we can disagree. But here's the thing that it always goes back to me and I can never get a single person to tell me this. And that is how many children dying or how many teachers, bus drivers is enough for you to take this seriously? Because I keep hearing, well, no child has died in Knox County. Well, you know what? They have an hour down the road and I care about them too. And go to the 20 parents who have lost a child to COVID and tell them not that many kids have died. Go do that and come back to me and we'll talk. Or go talk to the families of one of those teachers or bus drivers or teaching assistants who lost their family member due to COVID and come back and tell me how they felt when you said not that many teachers have died. Right. It's You can't have it both ways. You either acknowledge that this is real and you join us in doing something about it, or you pretend it isn't, in which case you just have to say that out loud and, you know, take the hit to your credibility because we all know it is. People have died. People are dying. We hear about them more and more every day. And so if we can save one kid from going into the ICU, one teacher, then this is something that we should do. And that's where I'm coming from. That's a lesson that my daughter understands. And if my five-year-old daughter understands it, every adult should be able to grasp that concept. And I have to say that kids are great with that. And you can tell kids, especially uh, a lot of kids, are, uh, peer tutors and things with that, know some of the uh, kids with, with some of these autoimmune issues and, and, and work with some of those kids. And they're all just like, you know, sure, I'll put on a mask for Bobby because I love him. You know, I want him to be in my classroom. And and that's the way the kids really feel about this. And it can be annoying sometimes. And you do have to, I'm in high school, you're going to ask them to pull it up over their nose a lot and things like that. But the reality is the kids don't have the problem with this that the adults do. And it's just really distressing to me that since this pandemic began up until August 1, we had 10 children's deaths. Now we have 20. So we have doubled the number of kids that have died in just two months of school being in session. That that's a scary number to me, folks. I can't hear you, Justin. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's not an issue that would have been an issue without parents making it one. And it's just sad that the lesson that they're teaching their kids is don't care about other people. Don't care about the, you know, the most vulnerable think about yourself and, you know, if even if a federal judge rules that your selfishness is unconstitutional, still be selfish and force your way into a school. I mean, you know, this is not the stuff of like, you know, children's books and lessons that we want to teach our kids. Right. Well, I mean, and so, so people got so mad at me. Some of the people on the other side of the mask is on. I, I did a, a Facebook post and a Twitter post that went kind of viral. And in the post, I said, you know, the penalties typically for for not doing what an injunction says is contempt of court 
And for that, you can be fined or imprisoned. I mean, that's just basic when you have an injunction and you are in contempt of that injunction, those things can happen. And I said that as a statement of fact in my post. I also said that, um, you know, if it's going to be the school system that's going to be held in contempt, if you're a teacher and refusing, then that's going to, you know, probably be an allowable offense for your school to fire you. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you are a student who is refusing or any of those things, you're going to, you're going to be sent home. You know, there's going to be truancy issues and parents, if after a certain number of days, parents will be dealing with truancy issues in court. And I talked about what some of the consequences could be. And, oh, they just attacked me as if I was saying these things need to happen to them. What I was saying are these can be the consequences of your actions. And so I understand always if I am going to do something that is counter to the law, um, typically I understand my concept, you know, the consequences for that. I'm, I'm just asking people to understand because I literally don't think these people think because they don't think the law is fair. They think it's not going to apply to them. I think it's because they're white. (laughs) I think it's because they're white. White people tend to not think the law applies to them. Privilege. I mean, so much of this is how dare you say I have to work. You can't tell me what to do. You can tell those people what to do, but you can't tell me what to do. It is. Yes, it is definitely privilege that allows them to think that they can block school entrances. You know, in the legislature, they were wrong. They voted to um, allow people to run over <laughs> yeah. the people who blocked the entrance to their parking garage. If right. you recall, right. a few, a handful of protesters brought, blocked the entrance to their parking garage for about five minutes, and they lost their minds. That's right. Yeah, and I think it's worth pointing out. You know, these people are saying, "Oh, you know, we're just like MLK or." Rosa Parks back of the bus, you know, no, you, you're entitled privileged white people. Your cause is not equal. Your cause is not equality. Your cause is selfishness. And you know, you are not on par with these civil rights leaders at all. It's not on par with black people dying as I, you know, I'm sorry. That's just not the same thing. Wear a mask. Oh, we're being shot in the streets. Right. And, and on that note, also, it's also important to point out, you know, these are the very same people who would tell unarmed black people killed by police that you should just comply, uh, just you comply. know, just comply and you'll be fine. And these are the people saying, oh, we're not going to obey a federal judge's order. So the hypocrisy, it's dripping with hypocrisy, every argument that they're making. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for everything you're doing for speaking out. Everybody, I can, you know, I'm sure you're seeing these comments that people are appreciating that you speak your mind and that you stand up for the stuff. Uh, we wish more reps did the same. You know, this shouldn't be a tough thing to do, but yet they make it seem tough. And so, you know, you're up there on your own a lot of the time. And I know we all appreciate that. Yeah, the speaker, the speaker doesn't like it too well. That's why I have a tiny office. <laughs> well, tiny office, but big voice. Thank you for what you do, Gloria. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. You're great. So that's Representative Gloria Johnson. Again, I dropped off my kid today. This morning it was the first day since Governor Lee's opt-out was struck down here in Williamson County. And more kids were definitely masked up. I could see the difference. Nobody was making a stink about it. It was fine. And so, you know, let's hope that continues. Let's hope Knox County gets their act together 
And, uh, you know, this should never have been as big a deal as they made it. And hopefully they're, you know, showing their ass a little bit by saying, oh, let's block schools. And now Knox County is closed down today. And hopefully that will show some people how radical and extremist these groups and these quote unquote leaders are and, uh, and, and push us in the right direction, which is just to take care of each other. So take care of each other, folks, and we'll see you next time. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee.